podcast. So okay. Talk a little bit extra loud. So I'll do a quick intro. Welcome everybody to the Glambitious podcast. This is the first time that I'm re recording a podcast episode inside of my Facebook group. So I'm excited to change it up a little bit. And I wanted my VIP client, Drika Carter, to be the first person that I interview here inside of the group. So if you could give us like a 30 second intro to who you are and what your expertise is. Absolutely. I am Drika Carter, the one and only. I am a world development mogul. I own Carter Capital, which is a world development firm and institute. We offer courses, resources, and also tools for business owners to thrive in wealth and financial literacy. And I also own Carter and Associates, which is a 24-hour tax brokerage, which licenses tax professionals worldwide to own their own tax firms. Yes. So I know that everyone wants to be a millionaire. Everyone wants to make a million in revenue. What would you say is the number one disconnect that keeps people from reaching that type of income? Um, I would say the number one disconnect is not investing in yourself. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, we like to do a lot of DIY work. We like to do our own flyers. We like to consider ourselves doing our own marketing. But all of the times um, that you're putting in the effort and the time you're putting into doing a, a, a DIY project, you can be investing in yourself and focusing more on a task at hand, which is making revenue come in for your business. If you're trying to be the octopus entrepreneur, there's no way that you can ever scale your business. If you cannot run your business without you being physically in your business, then you're already putting yourself and your business at a detriment. Yes, I definitely agree. It is so important that we learn how to hire people to fulfill certain roles, you know, yes. and I think a big part that people find challenging is pricing things in a way that gives them the money to hire the team. So yes. when you're not pricing things right, you're going to be in a hamster wheel because you're not going to have enough to pay a team and then you're trying to be an octopus. So you're always going to be in this cycle. <laughs> so tell me, like, what were the steps you took? to be able to afford a team? So the first thing is I have to, I have to be all the way transparent, right? And say that I was the person that was the DIY business owner. And so that's why I'm able to say it's not going to always work for you as being a D, the DIY business owner. Because of course, uh, normally in our culture, when we start off, we're bootstrapping. Or it may have been a hobby that fell in our lap and it's like, oh, I'm making a few dollars off of this. So you're, con you know, you're content. Like, okay, this is only a hobby. I'm making a couple of dollars. It's not really legit as a business. I don't have it structured. Um, I'm, I'm not looking at the finance part of it or anything like that. You're just looking at, okay, I know how to, for example, do hair. I know how to do hair. So I'm just doing hair. So it takes me a few hours to do this style. Boom, I slap a price on it. You're not thinking about the time, the labor that you have to put in it, the time that you're away from something else because you have to materially be invested in doing hair. Um, you're not thinking about the bookkeeping side of it, how much money is coming in, how much product does it cost to do one head versus 30 heads, right? You're not thinking about all of those logistics on the back end. And so for me, I started out the same way. I started out bootstrapping the first few years in my first couple of businesses. And then I found a better way, which was I started to use business credit, leverage that. Um, I started to order things for my business from my business credit instead of using my cash flow that was coming in from the orders. And then after I built up my clientele, I was able to go to a higher price. But as we learned over, you know, what, a week, and, a week and a half ago, that if you start off priced the right way, you won't have to worry about conditioning your audience at a certain price and then feeling skeptical about going up on your price. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So with your wealth development firm, like how do you help people build wealth exactly? Of course. So I help people to um, understand their taxes and understand that when you file taxes, if you're still looking to receive a refund, then of course your mindset is not all the way there already because you're not making enough money if you still receive a refund. I, as I taught in the class um, in Tulum, I was telling you guys, once you start to have to pay the IRS, it's showing that you're in another tax break. It's showing that you're making more money. It's showing that you're more organized than you can afford to pay them. So it's a blessing to have to actually pay them. And it's not a curse, even though we all feel like, oh, I could use a little bit of money or I can use some extra money or all this money I put out throughout the year, I need to get it back somehow, some way, somehow, right? But once you actually elevate your mindset and you realize, okay, so now on paper, I'm showing that I actually made this $100,000 that I said I made. I'm actually showing that I profited a little bit of money. So you want to show up as a profitable business. That's one way to build wealth so that when you want to acquire things such as houses, cars, anything in your business name, that you'll be able to afford it. And now you can leverage other people's money. So with business credit, our business credit program, our course or our book, we're able to show people the way to get into business credit and start to leverage it. And so that your small business is not looking I mean, your small business is looking like a big business now. So you're not always having to use your cash flow. And of course, another thing I do is business consultation. So if you have a small business, we'll do a consult, an overview of your, your business from idea to retirement, right? What's your exit strategy? How you want to get out of this business? Is this business going to die with you? Or are you trying to prepare yourself for generational wealth? Because that's very important. If you have put in all of this work for this business or this particular um, stream of income, right? You put in all this work, all this groundwork, put into so much money into marketing, you're paying the IRS, you're doing all of the things that on the back end we say we're supposed to do, right? And then what happens? You die. Does your business die? Does the doors of your business close? Do, do your heirs know what to do? Do you have a trust? Do you have a will? All of those things we need to discuss as business owners and, and life insurance. That's another way. I, I partner with local life insurance agencies and I refer people to them so that they can get the key man policies that they need so they can get, get the proper insurance coverage that they need. So we're all about building wealth and all about building our community and educating our community about the things that they need because a lot of times it's just information that we don't know. Right, right. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes people get overwhelmed with the process that they think it's going to take. And so then they don't take any steps and they just stay in that hamster wheel of doing just enough. Right. When there comes a point, you will have to make an investment in yourself to level up. And it may yes. be a bit more of an investment that you feel comfortable with. But as long as it's a credible person that can guide you and help you build wealth, and they've built wealth and they have receipts, and you can see the fruit of their work, it's <laughs> worth the investment to take things to the next level and not spend the next 10 years in a hamster wheel because you do want your business to be able to operate without you. Like while we were in Mexico, I think one of your speakers was like, yeah, you know, I'm here with you guys, but I have 40 contracts going that don't require me to be physically present. Like yes. that is so major to me. Like, wow, <laughs> like he's making all of that passive income and he's here traveling, having a good time. And right. so the only way to get into those spaces as an entrepreneur is to connect with people who have the know-how and just take one step. Like your first step might just be doing one business consultation. And mm -hmm. then once you get a little, you know, momentum, then you do another effort with Drika or, you know, you take it one thing at a time, but yes. you definitely have to at least take one step so that you can change and get out of that, that hamster wheel. So I know you're doing a tour 
Oh, Wait, let me, add, let me add something while you're there, right? So since you mentioned investing, I want to talk about investing. Investing doesn't always mean money, right? Sometimes investment is taking your sweat equity, doing the research on your own. Sometimes the investment is your time, right? I've been in, in this industry for nine years, or I've been in the industry for seven years before I hit my first six figures. And then the year after that is when I hit my first seven figures, but at six figures, I knew I had to do something differently because you can hustle your way. You can, you can make money. You can make moves and hustle your way all the way up to six figures. But to get to seven figures, it takes strategy and consistency. It also takes a team. There's certain people that you see at the forefront, but there's a team behind them, even if they don't show the team. You know what I'm saying? So and your team doesn't have to physically work for you. My team all have their own businesses. My marketing team is Iconic Minds, right? My, my branding and web design team is Stormy Cole, right? My brand manager is, is Innovative Campaigns. My PR person is Lily May, is Glambitions. You know what I'm saying? So my team still has their own businesses, but I took the time out to make the investment so that all of us can work together and enhance each other's brands. Absolutely, absolutely. And so with your marketing strategies that you mentioned, can you share a little bit about like, how she came in and how she shifted your the marketing side of your business. Absolutely. So it goes back to me in the beginning just doing DIY stuff. And guess what I was attracting? The clients that only wanted to pay the DIY price, right? So that's I'm going to use the example of the hairstylist again, right? Let's say me and you are, are looking at the appointment to get our hair done. And on the website, the, client, the, the price is like 100 bucks. We know to get a quality hairstyle is way more than 100 bucks. And I, I know that's whether you're in Charlotte or whether you're here in New Orleans, right? And so just looking at 100 bucks, it's, it looks good for the moment. Like, yeah, I, $100, I could save four or $500 to give me a nice wig or to give me some braids or whatever the case may be. But in the end, the experience of that $100 person is not going to be the same as the experience of that $5 investment, right? And so that's how that's how I looked at it from my point of view, because I was that, that consumer as well. Like, I'm not spending XYZ amount of dollars to catapult my business. But when I, when I did and I saw the value of what she brought to the table as far as bringing my vision to life, I'm not a creative person. So the the flyers I was making, excuse me, were just like words on a, on a little what photo grid or something right and i didn't know that you can go on canva and it was endless possibilities and even in the beginning when she first started she tried to show me how to work canva i didn't want to really learn how you know i was i was that person that pushed back so i want to talk about both sides right like being a consumer of hers and i was like i don't want to know this this is what i pay you for i want you to just do it but in the moment that i need something changed I can't even fix the, the flyer myself because I didn't allow her to teach me how to work it. Nowadays, I actually know how to work it. She sets all my stuff up in Canva. And if I need to change anything, whether it's a date, whether it's a time, whether it's a photo, I can go in Canva and switch it out. And I don't even have to bother her, you know, beyond my monthly contractual agreement. We, we meet every month. I tell her what my goals are. I tell her what events I have coming up or what we're promoting this month. And then she tells me what's the strategies to go about it. So we have, we bring value to each other. If I find out something new about finances or something new that um, can help her in her business, I'm coming and tell her, hey, you need to start building business credit. You need to hire a VA. You don't need to be doing all of the designs. You need to charge more. Like even for people that, that I'm working with, I tell them like, you need to charge more. Your prices are too low. I've spoken to somebody else, gotten a quote and blah, blah, blah. And now, you need to go up because they're offering the exact same thing that you're offering and their price is higher. And 
they don't do half of the stuff that you do. And so us working together on those forefronts helped myself and it helped her. She was one of the people that gave a testimony as well. And she like, she made her first 10K month going through my strategies, right? And initially we started working together in like 2016 on another business, but I, I retired from that business and now I only have my tax offices because I've niched down. I'm not the person that thinks that seven streams of income means seven different businesses, right? So my streams of income are within my current businesses. I didn't have to go out and create another name or create another business or create anything else to make the money that I desired to make, to live the lifestyle that I desired as well. Yes, I love it. And so now you're on tour, the Millionaire Makers Tour, to help other entrepreneurs get it together. I know you're coming to North Carolina soon. Is that yes. your last stop of the year, North Carolina, or do you have another location you want to? I have one more. After North Carolina, I'm going to Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, the theme of that one is Business Blues. Um, and it's about talking about all of the woes and all of the successes of business. It's not just about talk. Cause I think a lot of times we go to these empowerment brunches or we go to these information networking events and people never talk about the, the trials that they had going through business or getting to where they are now. They're just like, Hey, look at me, I'm on stage. And it's never a, uh, Hey man, um, what happened with me was I started here. I failed. I failed forward though. I didn't just fail and stop. A lot of us are scared to fail forward. A lot of us are, scared, are starting businesses based on a, a, a trend, right? So, okay, we see a whole bunch of people getting into crypto. Let me jump into crypto because they're getting rich off crypto. We see a whole bunch of people into aesthetics. Let me jump into aesthetics and become an esthetician. But now you're not even feeling comfortable as the expert to give a facial or to charge $250 for a facial. When I know I've worked with estheticians that say, if I got to do the service part of it, I have to charge two fifty. Or, or you're doing waxes, and, and like me and my one of my esthetician friends was talking about, man, ten years ago waxes was like forty bucks. Not anymore. It's it's sixty and seventy five, but it's different wax that they're using. It's the continuing education that they're going to get. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing is what I, with how I build my network. Of course, the benefits of you coming here is we're growing together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay innovative, so you're going to have to keep up with me. I'm not going to put you in a position that you're not ready to take on, right? And so going, for, going on this tour is one of those things that pushed me out of my comfort zone. I tell everybody, like, I was shy. I was not one of those people that used to get on live. I wasn't one of those people that used to – now I have a whole podcast. I wasn't one of those people that used to talk when I go to networking events. And so that's how I kind of explain myself to people. When I see somebody that's scared or shy or don't want to do it, and I'm like, you're hindering yourself because I was there. I was that person. I sat in that seat so I can empathize with you and I can see where you're messing up at in your business before it even happens. I can see when you have an anxiety about an event coming up or you have an anxiety about teaching something that you know already, but you're second guessing yourself. So if you're second guessing yourself, what do you think your audience is going to do? Because they can feel it. They can feel when you're confident. They can feel when you're BSing them, right? They can feel when you're coming out just to get some money. Like people feel things. So what do you want people to feel from your brand? When people see me or people see me show up on platforms and they see me show up on flyers and they see me show up at events, they're always blown away because I'm living actually what they see every day. When they see me on social media and they see me in person, they're still getting that warm welcome in me. They're still able to ask me questions. I'm still one of those people that respond back in DM, whether it's me or my assistant, but you're going to get 
oh, I know Drika. If you watch me on social media, you might feel like I'm your social media cousin. And then when we meet in person, you still feel like that. You're not turned off from me once you meet me. And it's like, man, I, I felt like I knew her, but she's not anything like she was when I saw her on social media or if making you feel like, let me go back and see if I met the right person. You don't want people to feel that way, right? And so my brand is always about giving you an experience. I think that's awesome. And I think that people definitely have to approach their business more from that place. Like you really yes. have to approach your business, not as like a money grab, but as a way to impact people. And when you yes. put the person first and what their needs are and what you can do for them, and you really try to operate in excellence, it mm. really helps you build more credibility. It helps you be confident in charging prices. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It helps you build your own confidence as an expert in your industry. So I love that, you know, you're leading with operating in excellence and your own tour to teach other people like how to build wealth, how to operate in ex excellence, as well as know about the ups and downs because everyone has had ups and downs as entrepreneurs, no matter how much money yes. you have or don't have. Everybody. Right. And another part of that is I tell people too, I start every day at zero. No matter how much money I made yesterday, it could have been a, a 10K day, it could have been a $10 day if I'm just selling one ebook or whatever the case may be. It could be a low, a low income producing day, but I'm still operating from an area of excellence because tomorrow might be different. Tomorrow might be the life changing day. To, to set off my bills for the rest of the year. Tomorrow might be the day that I can change someone's life. Tomorrow might be the day when somebody else brings me in the forefront to speak to the masses, right? So any any moment can change your life or change the scope of your business. So if you operate from that weight every single day. And another thing about business is um, starting in something that you're passionate about. So that way, whether the money is coming in or not, your drive is not going to be lost, right? So I love doing taxes. Y'all know how I feel about taxes and money and, and building wealth. And so I love that. It's, it's never a dull moment. I'm meeting new people all the time. I'm able to educate people. I'm able to break, the, dispel those myths that people feel about taxes. And they're like, well, I didn't know that. Or my last tax person never told me that. Or my last tax um, software that I worked on never taught me this, right? And that's how I operate. So now tomorrow, they're learning something new. So even if I didn't take on something new, I, I've learned another way to handle someone else that, that's coming from a different background. So I learn something every day, whether it's in a tax field, whether it's just life walking around. I might just trip and fall and see something, right? I might just be walk, driving up the street and I see a billboard and I'm like, man, light bulb. You know what I'm saying? So, so different things are, is something that you're learning every single day. And don't get discouraged if one day you don't make money, if one week you don't make money, right? Now, if you you going two and three weeks without making money, we need to figure out the root cause of the problem. But one day as an entrepreneur not making money is common. A week without, without making money is common. Think about it. We're entrepreneurs. Our money is based on people. If people don't have money, they're not coming to pay us. Absolutely. And it also depends on the season we're in. Like, I know a lot of people had a summer slump because you know, they cut out all the restrictions with traveling. People could travel without getting COVID tested. And so now yep. everybody's like, I'm out here. I'm traveling the world. And they're yep. not necessarily spending as much money with, you know, day-to-day -day businesses. And so keeping that in mind to understand what season we're in is also a way to kind of keep yourself motivated, even when you're having like a few slow days or some days without sales. And I love what you said too, like, no matter what today is like, still show up tomorrow get up and work your plan because everything you do as a business owner is sowing a seed. Like I've had people yes. that have been on my email list for like a year and then they buy something or they've seen me speak many, many times and then they decide to coach with me. So it takes, I heard, you know, it used, they used to say 
it takes seven times for someone to see you. Right. But now they're saying 21 times. Like, right. that's what I heard. So that's recently. making it harder. So that means you have to work even harder. You have to be even more. You have to be even more consistent. You have to work even harder to get recognized and get that brand awareness, right? And so think about it. If you're a brand new business owner and there's a person that's across the street that does exactly the same thing that you do, but you're brand new and nobody knows about your brand, they're going to go across the street naturally. But what are you doing? What, what are you uniquely doing to bring those people from across the street to come to you? Because I literally, my first office was on top of another tax office. And so, <laughs> so imagine the competition. Imagine how mad he was that even the landlord even allowed another tax office to be right here or thinking about zoning issues or whatever he had going on. But I didn't have that issue because I was excited I got my first office, right? So I never even thought about the competition or the person downstairs or whatever he had going on. I just knew that I was going to work my plan. Like you just said, I was going to work my plan and it worked for me. Yes, I love it. So how can people connect with you? Give your websites, your social media, and what ways they can connect with you after this? Absolutely. The best way to connect with me would be to download our mobile app, which is Carter Capital PLLC. On our mobile app, not only can you file your taxes, but you can get information on business credit. You can get information on any upcoming events we have going on. You can enroll in courses or you can purchase our books. My, my information on there to book a call is all, also on our mobile app. You can follow me on all social media platforms, Adrika Carter, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter. <laughs> I'm Drika Carter. My business is Carter Capital PLLC on all platforms. And my other business is Carter and Associates LLC on all platforms as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for hopping in to chat with us. I know a lot of ladies have seen you in the group post. So now they get to actually put a face with the post and know who you are. And then those who will be catching the replay can connect with you. Um, if you're tuning in at the replay, just comment below replay and also click the links above so that you can um, Tap in with Drika because I'm going to put her website link above. And then I'm also going to put a link in case you want to be a guest here in the Facebook group and do an interview here as well because our replays get a lot of views. So I welcome you guys to click any of the links above to connect with either of us. And this is definitely the time to be encouraged, to not be distracted by what the media is talking about, right? Because the media is saying all kind of crazy things. And those things might be true, but you don't want to get discouraged. You don't want to get distracted. This is the time to actually double down, right? Connect with Drinka. Yes. 